What's up, y'all? This is Chitty Bang, and I'm on the Renegade Millionaire Show, the podcast that profiles entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs. Join us as we go one-on-one inside the hearts and minds of some of our generation's best and brightest. And now, introducing your host, my friend, Sun Group Wealth Partners Managing Director, CNBC and Forbes.com contributor, Winnie Sun. Hey, it's Winnie Sun, and I'm coming to you from the Renegade Millionaire Show here from Venice Beach and TuneIn Studios. I am founder and managing partner of Sun Group Wealth Partners, wealth investment planning firm based here in Southern California. Take a moment to follow me on Twitter at SunGroupWP and check for uh, my posts on Forbes. But with this, I'm super excited for today's interview. I've been actually looking forward to her for weeks. I've been following her on all sorts of things, especially on Twitter, where she just has a huge following. She can only be introduced as really a mystical being. I saw her at Cape actually when she walked in, and at a very 20-some years old, my friend Chelsea Cross. Hello. Thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming. I know it's crazy. You're flying all over. Um, you are, first off, let me, let me kind of run down. You are not only beautiful, but you are generous and kind. Thank you. And um, for those of you who are listening, I strongly suggest that you go ahead and pull up her website right now so you can get a visual of what she looks like. And the website address is? ChelseaCross.com. Great. She is one dynamic and beautiful young lady. So um, Chelsea, give you kind of just a you know, cliff notes on who she is. She's the chief creative officer and co-founder of Impulse. Her newest project, Impulse, is a news app by millennials for millennials. She's been coined as the Twitter chat queen by Upstart Business Journal. And it's, I guess it's an agency focused on powerful content, but I don't want to talk about it. I think it's better that you explain it to our <laughs> listeners. You know, it, it all started, well, my career really started because I wanted to do something to empower this generation. At 16 years old, this was eight years ago, I just turned 24 in February, everything was Lindsay Lohan, Nicole Ritchie, and Paris Hilton. They were the Kardashians at the time. They were 90 pounds. They were getting DUIs. They were not necessarily in the limelight for the best reasons. Yes, they were very fun to watch on The Simple Life. I don't know if you remember that show. Absolutely. I I mean, guilty pleasure to the max, but you know, when th- when my, my mentors, my idols, like Oprah and Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer. So much talking, older than you, by the way. So much older than me. <laughs> I, my mom always called me elephant ears because I was that little girl who was always listening to the adult conversations and then wanting to get in on the conversation. I love that. I was just very inquisitive and always asking questions, very dubious little, little tr- child, sometimes annoying because I was always, you know, kind of challenging the adults. Like, well, why is the sun yellow? And what makes the sky blue? <laughs> I was just always... <laughs> Always, you know, ready to learn and explore and investigate. And I I was I was so disappointed because all of the people that I looked up to started to talk about the teenagers. The word millennial did not exist at the time. Right. They started talking about the teenagers in the most negative, depressing, really, really just 
horrible way. You right. know, they were calling us the demise of the future. Right. And I was like, well, that's not fair. <laughs> Do Have they met every single teenager right. in the country, let alone the world, to really look at Nicole Richie, Paris Hilton, and Lindsay Lohan and think they are the epitome of this generation? Right. And I was in a public school in South Florida, and I was a junior in high school, and I looked at myself, all of my friends. Everyone was studying so hard for their SATs and ACTs. Everyone had a list this long of what colleges they wanted to send their applications to. Everyone knew somewhat what kind of field they wanted to be in, whether it was a lawyer, a doctor, publicist, author, you name it. Everyone was very career driven. And I said, there really is no motivating platform or even fun but empowering platform for teenagers today. Or supportive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the internet was not what it is today. There was no social media. There was no internet radio. There was no YouTube. And there were no influencers. You know, there's so many great young dynamic influencers today that we could collaborate with, look up to, learn from, be, be inspired by. It didn't exist. What we had was 16 and pregnant. At the time on MTV. (laughs) That's right. And, you know, I don't know how many moms were thrilled about that television show either, talking about this, you know, the teenagers in this kind of light. Mm -hmm. So that's when I I was in television production in high school, and I just sat down. Me and my mom were literally having bagels and coffee. And I said, Mom, I'm thinking about doing a radio show. All things teenagers. Of course, I want to have experts on the show shedding light on whether we're talking about bullying, whether we're talking about STDs, whether we're talking about skin care. Obviously, the teenagers are not the experts. Correct. But I want to generate conversation. I want to empower. I want to feel like we have a voice. We could share our opinions, share our thoughts, come together, have fun, learn, have a great time. And what did mom say? My mom looked at me and she said, how do we do it? And I, love this. I love your mom. <laughs> she, she's the coolest lady ever. Actually, I tried to get her to come to the studio with me today. She's visiting me in Los Angeles right now. Uh, but she comes from a PR, marketing, and advertising oh, background. So, so she knows. So it kind of kicked in for her again. And she, you know, she taught me everything about PR. She taught me about marketing. She taught me about networking. So wow. I really learned so much from her growing up. I still learn. She, I still bounce everything off of her. Yeah. So mom gave you your PhD in marketing. She really it. did. She really did. And so we literally put together a radio show treatment and I took it to Clear Channel in South Florida and I it was talk I'll never forget him his name is Ken Harris and he said Chelsea how am I supposed to trust a 16 year old to <laughs> one host a live radio show right. to be present every week and right. also our demographic here in South Florida is 60 plus right you know how are we, how are we supposed to appeal to the teenagers Live a little. and I said Ken I am going to make AM radio cool again. I'm going to bring you a whole nother demographic, but I can't promise you anything. You have to just give me a chance, and I will make you proud. And he got up out of the room. He left, and I was like, okay, is that my exit? Like, did I blow this? (laughs) Did I totally blow this? And he came back in 10 minutes later with a contract saying, I want to help you start your career. Oh, my goodness. And that was it. You know, I went for it. And when I look back at my 16-year-old self, I was like, I don't know where I got the cojones to really go for it. (laughs) But sometimes being a little young, a little naive, you know, fear is not – fear doesn't get in your way. No, fear doesn't come into the picture until you have kids. So this is is perfect. (laughs) 
Yeah. So now, so now, you know, over the past eight years, it's just been a beautiful snowball of success. And I can't even imagine, I can't even believe the things that I've been able to do over the past eight years. I've been working with brands like Cosmopolitan to Intel to Microsoft to MasterCard to TurboTax to Suave. I mean, working as spokesperson, ambassador, um, consultant, but also, you know, on-air talent. Yes. Host, but writer, producer, creative, you know, everything you see is because of the work that I put into it. All the hard work. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I started to realize that millennials just don't watch the news anymore. You know, 70% of the news, 70% of millennials feel like the news is just depressing. But it who, is. It, it really is. Yeah. I mean, it's about another plane crash, another terrorism attack. You know, someone's gotten raped. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's just always so depressing. Negative. Yeah. And negative. Slash, millennials get their news via social media today. Right. Because it's know? so much more efficient. So much more efficient, so much more effective. It's so much easily shareable. I'm sure once this link is, you know, ready for this show, we'll be sharing it via social media. Right, exactly. So I said we need to think of, we need to think backwards. We need to, like, reverse engineer our thought, and we need to generate content coming from the trends being predicted on social media. Right. And see what people are asking more of, what people are really tuning into, what's captivating their attention, and then create more content around that. So how did you do that? How did you say, well, how did you go about about researching these topics that would be of, of interest. So over the you know over the past eight years, uh, aside from being a millennial myself and just listening to you know the ebbs and flows and the conversations amongst all of my peers and and speaking to them on a weekly basis through Twitter chats through you know weekly social media interaction, but also through the radio show, the TV program, I realized that there was uh, there's always a social issue or a trend or breaking news entertainment that millennials want to talk about and are you know hungry for more information so for. So what, what are they hungry for right now? now. So like on the on the more deeper things on the you know aside from you know Justin Bieber like making a <laughs> comeback or whatever, um, you know millennials are graduating with an average of thirty thousand dollars worth of student loan debt. Mm-hmm. And especially speaking to someone like yourself, it's like, how do we help th- this generation? Because I feel like this student loan debt bubble is about to burst. Yes. You know, you have tuition costs that are through the roof and loans just being lent out, you know. It's like, crazy. I was just looking at someone's uh, actually... Uh, a person on my staff, she just brought me her statement. Her loan interest rate is 6.8%. I just think that's a crime. How can banks and financial institutions lend for almost 7% right now when the Fed rate is almost like bleh, nothing? <laughs> it's like it's a complete insult. Yeah. I mean, are we trying to basically take advantage of our young people? How can they even see past that? Because She's. I, I mean, this is literally yesterday. She's like, Winnie, my debt's like sixty some thousand. I say, you know what? Actually, that's not that bad compared to when I graduated from school. But the only difference is, my rate was like in the seven percent range, but everything else was so much higher. So. I completely agree with you. So this is a big thing, right, big that thing. millennials are thinking about. And think about the ripple effect that that debt has. So now the conversation, so then mm-hmm. there's all these sub-conversations happening just because of the student loan crisis alone. Is college education even worth it today? Yeah. You know, do we... We could talk about that for hours. Totally. <laughs> do we just move into, you know, the career space and just get experience, experience, experience? For or sure. Or is it worth it to go get your four-year degree? You know, then does that equal, does that... What is better? You know, like... The Weighing the pros and cons. Is experience more valuable or is the college education more valuable? I, you know, this is a whole debate here. It's a whole debate. And it's, it, it's, it's really hard to say. You know, as a parent, I have three kids. My oldest is in kindergarten. And, you know, I told my husband the same, exactly what you're talking about. I said, you know, honey, when the kids are all in school, I'm going to start pulling them out. And he's, he says, why? I said, because, you know, 
we need to travel because I think education goes way beyond the walls of classrooms. And it, yes. I'm sure the schools are going are gonna to kill me for this. But the, the <laughs> truth of the matter is, is that I really believe as parents and today with information going so quickly, by the time it's in our textbooks, it's already old news. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And think about think about where we are right now in society, how tech is so influential in all aspects of life. And we're coming out of school, even if you're in marketing or PR alone, so much of marketing PR is social strategy. Absolutely. Right? And as we continue to get more mobile and even more social and more digi tech oriented, you know, it's like kind of digi. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what millennials are. We're digital natives. So mm-hmm. for for all of these, you know, publicists and marketing majors and even advertising majors to come out of school and not have a whole course on social marketing alone, or even influencer strategy, you know, and all the nooks and crannies of all the what you could do in the social space to just spread brand awareness, it's like. That's experience. So that's you're not learning it in the class. So this is what I find very interesting by you because you're now a a very old 24, eight (laughs) eight years of experience. But I I joke because, of course, that's very young. But you have a significant amount of experience. I mean, I I, I know I was joking when you walked in, but really you do have a Ph.D. in social media marketing and in the millennial space and something companies – spend millions of dollars in research to try and find out what's in right between your little ears right Mm -hmm. now. So maybe we could talk about a little bit about impulse because this to me is exciting. You you had shared the deck with me just briefly and to to be completely honest with you, I I read through it, but not quite enough. So I was hoping to hear from you. Yep. So the impulse, actually my co-founder, his name's Greg Goldner, absolutely adore him. Him and I met via Twitter. No kidding. So in the most millennial fashion, we met via Twitter. I was still living in, on the East Coast. I was living in New York at the time. He was living in L.A. at the time. And I reached out to him because he had just author, uh, he just co-authored a book on millennials. And I wanted to have him on my radio show. So that's how we met. And I gave, ended up coming out to L.A. And we, you know, immediately headed off because we actually started sharing frustration stories. No way. The impulse was born on frustration stories. <laughs> and the frustration stories were that, you know, he had come from big networks. I mean, I'm talking Fox Sports, Access Hollywood, which is Mark Cuban's uh, network. And I had I had worked for, you know, various different and agencies. And Greg's young York. too, right? He's 32. Millennial. Okay. Yes. And um, I, what we had both what we were both sharing with each other is that, you know, you have these studio heads and you have these in- big conglomerates that are still so old-fashioned. You know, they're, they're still so scared of social media. They're still so scared of influencers. They don't understand how to tap into the influencer market or take even a risk. Like, I ha- I won't name names here, but I, ha- <laughs> I have had to, like, bend over backwards, begging and pleading people Please to do a Twitter chat with me. Please let me show you what I can do. And it's like, why don't you want to spread brand awareness and it's all about your consumer? There's it's so all about too. building brand loyalty, and uh-huh. this is how you do it via Twitter chat because you can get interactive, you can get intimate, and it's a two-way conversation on television. Even here on radio, you and I are speaking, but the people listening, all they're doing is listening right now. Yes, right. So it's we're one Twitter, directional. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. a conversation, and it's all about making things conversational. And we both have you know various skill sets with writing, marketing, producing, social um, 
and we have great influencer friends, and we said, why don't we tap our influencer you know, network to be our content creators and produce content that is so relevant to the millennials and that millennials are in desperate need of, like how to reduce your student loan debt, how to save for your first-time home buying. Oh, I want to buy my girlfriend an engagement ring, but I don't know the first thing about diamonds. That's a great question. I want to build I mean, my personal brand. How do I even start because I still am in a nine-to-five job because I have to pay the pills? These are all things that millennials are trying to figure out, sometimes on their own, but we want to be there to say, okay, I want this type of information. I'm going to go to the Impulse because I know I will find it. Yeah, I love it. So the app is called Impulse. I tried to... Yep, the app is not launched yet. Okay, that's good. Because yep. I like I was looking for it before our show, to show <laughs> you know, but I couldn't find it. We are incredibly new. We've actually been in our, you know, in fundraising for the past six months, which okay. is a whole, you know, MBA crash course in itself, the whole right. business of You should have called me. I could have helped you with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have information. I have knowledge on that. <laughs> it's never too late. We're still we're still in an active raise while uh, launching our creative agency. Cause the beautiful thing is that, you know, we're acting as an agency but also a news a news resource. I hate the word news because it's so old-fashioned, it, but there's really no other word. Right? All the journalists right now listening are cringing when you say this. <laughs> it's like there's it's like news slash content, but it's just there's no other word for news. If you if anyone it's listening really, has yeah. an alternative word for news, tweet me at Chelsea Cross because I would love yeah, to know. You should. Yeah. Everybody should tweet her. We're on a hunt for you know kind of pioneering a new term for the future because news is just a little archaic, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we're actually we create. Hmm. content for big brands, big agencies, big, you know, digital sites, um, as well as on behalf of influencers who are looking to build brand awareness and, and you know, really launch Sign a me up. big <laughs> campaign. Um, and so once we go live, which I, I don't have our exact live date, depending on, of course, our, our investment raise. And there's a lot of exciting things happening, um, but hopefully within the next six months, but our agency is live. So we actually create content on behalf of other brands right now. It's just not on the impulse platform. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yes. So you anticipate this app to be available when? I think within the next six months. Um, we're, you know, our agency is active. We're taking in clients right now. But once we're actually do, because what the impulse is, it'll be all original programming. So all the content that you see will be generated on behalf of the impulse and our influencers, who are re- our reporters, essentially. Right. You know, the modern when people go, what's an influencer? I say, think modern day reporter. <laughs> Someone very social. <laughs> Someone who likes to share. Someone very social, who's yeah. so, you know, uh, savvy in a specific field whether it's eco or politics or fashion or beauty or finance um, and who also has a network you know they are influential because of their network of people Mm -hmm. Um, so you know all of our content creation is actually happening in our studio in Santa Monica where you know right by Hulu and Google and Red Bull which I get to visit in a couple weeks so I'm really excited about that yes we'll take some pictures once you're in the (laughs) office Um, but we're also you know out and about in the field creating content but also trying to be you know where the news is happening so fashion weeks in New York we want our our fashion influencers to be, you know, live Very from cool. New York, thanks to Meerkat and, you know, yeah, all yeah. of these live streaming uh, software that we have now, which is like live streaming is the coolest thing. The coolest thing. thing. I love it. The I, coolest. I love, I totally love it. I just got back from South by Southwest and Meerkat was like, like the biggest took over. thing, right? Yes. So actually, uh, two days ago, we went to visit my, uh, so I, I've worked with DreamWorks and clients at DreamWorks for years. Mm-hmm. And um, on our way back, we're stuck in, LA traffic and I was in the back seat with one of my best friends who's uh, she's from Bravo Networks okay. the TV show Top Chef yeah. Shirley so two of us sitting back there I'm like you know Shirley let's go ahead and do live chat here it's gonna be so much fun and literally we did Meerkat and like all these people are asking and she was like she had never done this I'm like 
sure, this is the future. People want to hear from us and what we're thinking while we're sitting in the back of traffic. Real, raw, relatable, live. People love that, you know, and I think that's also going, you know, us talking about what our content looks like at the impost, like it doesn't have to be completely buttoned up, you know? It's like that live, real, relatable, happening now. It's literally pulsing. You could feel the energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all about the transparency and being authentic, you know, especially amongst this generation. Yes, you are like like my dream little sister because, (laughs) I I mean, I'm just getting like just goosebumps hearing you talk about this also because this is really the direction things are going. But I think so... So many people, even myself in some ways, feel like our day-to-day job keep us from Mm. being engaged in this way. But this is the future. So tell me about this. Um, I want to really hear about this Twitter party. What is a Twitter party? (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people don't know what this is. I, I, you know, it's I kind of feel like I've gone back uh, to the time where I was educating people on what millennials were, and now it's like (laughs) just a very, you know, very but big buzzword. And now it's now it's the next thing is me shedding light on what Twitter chats are, which is awesome because they're the coolest thing ever. (laughs) Um, So a Twitter chat, think you know, a QA, and a an interview, but where everybody gets involved and it happens via social media. So if, for example, you and I were talking, um, you know, all things finances, taxes, savings, budgeting, Roth IRAs, you know, 401k plans, all which the, we are soon, which I think we're going the, to do the money tips thing exactly yeah. happening March 31st, five o'clock Pacific time. It's going to be a dynamic chat. Awesome. Um, we would construct the questions in advance. Mm-hmm. And of course, the questions have to be constructed so that every Everybody who partakes in the chat can chime in. Sure. And it is just one big conversation happening around one hashtag, our hashtag, hashtag Millennial Talk. Mm-hmm. So everybody uses hashtag Millennial Talk, which allows you to like, follow the conversation. I use um, the, the, the website tweetchat.com or twubs.com. So all you have to do is log in with your Twitter account, type in the hashtag uh, that you're using for the Twitter chat. Ours will be hashtag millennial talk. And all the conversation gets filtered for you right there. So it's kind of, you know, it's like very overwhelming to think, how do I actually use Twitter to do a Twitter chat? Using TweetChat and Twubs just filters all the conversation happening in that chat. And we do it, you know, Q1, Q2, Q3. So you could literally follow the conversation within the hour. And there are a lot of sub conversations happening at one time. There is a lot of networking happening at one time. And you have all these like-minded individuals you know, talking about one topic. It's a great place to network. I see all the people sharing DMs and saying, oh, I'm going to, I would love to collaborate with you, which is just super awesome. It's so beautiful. It's, I mean, it's a really, really cool experience and it's very hard to explain it. You just have, have to, to do it. join it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done a couple and I was surprised by like, well, for one thing, like the, your adrenaline starts to move, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you see all these tweets moving, you're like, oh my gosh, I need to participate and answer that question and this question and they're asking me this. And um, But then it was also surprising quiet, you know what I mean? Because yes. unlike a party where you can't hear everybody, here you can read everything. So mm-hmm. I have a Twitter chat like... Um, what's it called, like warm-up. So I usually have three screens open at one time because oh I literally, I usually have my handle open, my expert, you know, my guest's handle open, and then just, you know, Your just one eyes. other one. And I'm literally going back and forth in between all the three <laughs> like screens. Like piano. <laughs> <laughs> and I have music bumping, and I am do just you? like in the zone. Okay, oh, yeah. that's what I got to do. I got to have music bumping the music next time. Music bumping. Okay, so the 31st, I'm going to make sure I got, I got my sonos going. On my tune-in 
tune in music going. Oh yeah, oh, people love to. People like to share like their Twitter chat setup. People like have pour themselves a glass of wine. Yeah, I know a lot of people put cool. their children down before the chat because <laughs> it's also eight o'clock Eastern time, yeah, and yeah. we have a big bi coastal like presence. So um, people are like, all right, got my hot chocolate ready. Um, so, so you do this every week. Every single I want to participate in one of yours. So so Tuesday. Yes. So everyone should should join in. Can we had every, a. Can everybody join in? Everybody can join. Okay, in. everybody can join. And I am joining, and I hope you will join me yes. too. Every single Tuesday, five Pacific, eight Eastern. Five There's Pacific. Always a new topic. Always a new batch of guests, experts. You know, if we're talking finances, we of course have a financial expert. For example, last week we did productivity in the workplace, like how to actually be most productive in the workplace. That's really interesting. I like that. I was so excited because you feel like you're very productive, but you don't realize how distracting certain things are. Like, how many times do you check your email a day? Oh, I know. It's a crazy exercise. It's crazy. If you haven't done it, literally time yourself one day how much you actually spent just answering or checking emails. That's fascinating. That was last Tuesday? That was this past Tuesday. This past Tuesday, and we were so trending. we missed it. We were trending. We had mm-hmm. an amazing career coach. We did it with IBM because they have their, this new um, uh, amazing email system that they're launching called IBM Verse. And it's supposed to give you back an hour of your day. Oh, I could use all of us could use an extra hour, right? I'm all about that. Oh, love it, love yes. it. Have you tried it yet? You know, just for that, I'm going to have to try it. I was I was asked to go to one of their, their releases of IBM Verse where they actually, you know, shared with you everything that the, the software is capable of doing. Very I cool. don't think it's out for, like, the public use quite yet, uh-huh. but it is coming. Oh, wow. And, Look I out, mean, Microsoft. Anything to give you an hour back of your day. Yes. I mean, why not at least try it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You always have to try tech at least once. Exactly. Well, let me ask you this. So, um... What's something that most people don't know about you, Chelsea? Ooh, I like that question. I, you know what? I really like that question because I think a lot of people go, oh, 24, she's done a lot. You know, I think people either think one or two things. 24, what does this girl possibly know? Or 24, <laughs> look at all the things that she's done. She's got it together. Mm-hmm. And I would say that I'm in between all the time. You know, I'm always constantly evolving and trying to figure it out and also figure out that work-life balance you know it's because think about it when you're you're so ingrained in social media you can't shut social media off unless you literally just you know delete the app for a day which who's going to do that you know it doesn't shut off you know Mm -hmm. if you're a radio talk show host you're you're in the studio from whenever to whenever but social it's just 24 7 it's a full-time job it's a full-time job and then the fact that you know i i do work in media mm-hmm. uh, you know like yesterday I literally found out that I had to fly to New York yes so then you so I always so you know I want to be I want I'm completely honest like in no way shape or form am I perfect I make tons of mistakes I'm still trying to figure life out I am on a mission to find my work-life balance <laughs> um, my 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 co-founder Greg Goldner his mother's name's Jane Goldner and she wrote a book and I love it. And it's not its not about having it all. It's about finding your all. And as soon as I saw the title, I was like, yes, because everyone's <laughs> on this mission to, you know, find, you know, their all. And it's like it's it's not a one size fits all model anymore, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> and I think one of the things uh, that people might not necessarily know about me is that I'm the biggest nerd you've ever met. <laughs> 
I am so goofy. I am so silly. You know, a lot of people see me having to be in my blazer, sh- share, sharing the facts, or sh- well, shedding light on the on the on the important information. But you're like, because when you when you meet, well, like I'm sitting in front of you, and you're beautiful and cute, and I'm just thinking, like, if I were in school with her at the same time, I would be like, Chelsea, you're my best friend. We're gonna hang out and do everything <laughs> together because you're so fun. So I love to have fun. I am such a girl's girl. I'm such a guy's girl. You know, I'm so not about the bullying and the drama and never was. And I get, I'm, I get bullied all the time on social media because you really? put yourself out there and people are subject, you know, are they freedom of speech. They could judge, right? And they could share it. So I think... There's just no, there's no place for that. It's yeah. just not necessary. People... Spread the love. Spread the love for Chelsea. Okay? We should be loving everybody. (laughs) I'm also, you know, one thing, like I'm completely, you know, absolutely crazy nervous for the launch of Impulse because I am so scared of failure. You know, failure is not in my vocabulary. failure is a gift. I'm telling you from an older person, every failure is a gift. When When you hit 40, I've turned 40. When you hit 40, you become like Yoda. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I look at everything, I'm like, oh, thank goodness all those bad things happened to me because you learn from yeah, it. Yeah, you learn from it. You know, you do, there's been a lot of – I've had way more no's in my career than yeses, and I've always learned from them. And but you're only 24, which I'm is beautiful. Only 24. Sometimes I don't feel like it at times. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, it, you know what? The thing is that I am just trying to figure it out, even though it looks like things might be in place. Like, it is every day is a new day and a learning lesson for me. Yes. And I totally – Totally acknowledge that all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you have more experience than some 50, 60-year-olds that I've worked <laughs> with. So this is this is all true. Um, well, this is going to be – I'm, sure, I'm, I'm hoping nobody's ever asked this of you. But, Ooh, okay. So uh, since, you know, because we are kind of renegade millionaire, what does retirement look to you like? Like what age? Well, it could be age, but what what do you perceive yourself doing in retirement if you ever going to retire? If I ever am going to retire, I mean, I hope that me working so hard at so young mean, means that maybe at some point in time I'll be able to, like, live the good life. <laughs> okay, what does um, that look like to you? To me, you know what? When I think about being financially fit, right, whatever that means, it means that I just don't have to worry about you don't money. have to worry about money, right? Yeah, and why I want to make money in my life is because I want to travel, just like what your husband said. I got uh, a very big taste of travel at a young age. You my, went to Africa too, right? I went to Africa when I was 18. I've been back three times since. Oh, um, wow. My fa- I have family in South Africa. I've been to South Africa as well as, very you know, Central cool. Africa, Peru. Um, I, I've been all over um the Mediterranean and Italy and Greece and Barcelona and I've gotten such a I feel like you either get the travel bug or it's just not your thing and all I want to do is see everything and witness all the food and the culture and the people and the scenery and the everything fascinates me I also think like there should be you know studying abroad is one of the most amazing, amazing gifts things, that yes. a college student has and I didn't have that opportunity because of work well you got picked up so soon yeah. Uh, yeah, and so um, that's that's my retirement for me is having travel. the money to be able to travel and to travel where I want, when I want, however long I want, <laughs> and do it in style, of course. <laughs> so cute. I love it. And not only that, I mean, the, the business you're building, I think it's just so conducive to that. Mm-hmm. I would think that it would actually be profitable for you to be doing 
the next generation of social media from wherever oh, country yeah. or small village or wherever you are. Right? Absolutely. Well, the Impulse has an amazing network of influencers across the country. So we have like a built-in influencer network of about two million people. Oh my goodness! But our goal is to also have those dynamic influencers in Asia, in, in Spain, Africa, in Africa, in Mexico, in Australia, so that we are truly this global new new term of news network of the future that's completely social, collaborative, and, you know, accessible for all walks of life Mm -hmm. with, you know, because that's, we have resources to communicate with people like we never used to have. It's so accessible. I can't, I look at the Twitter chat analytics after every, every, after every chat, and I can't even believe from England, from the Middle East, from Australia, from Africa, people are tuning in. And it's because it's amazing how social brings you that much closer to someone who's also so far away. Yeah. So, um, yeah, travel is everything. Truly. I'm, I mean, what you've you said is incredible because you're reaching all these people. You're making relationships so that let's say you were to go to – let's say you were to go to Asia. You could actually – Get together with all the people that have been attending your Twitter parties exactly. all these years. Exactly. Yeah, it's like you, you don't have to w- worry. That, that's so fascinating because I just went to New York City. Same kind of idea. You know, I basically reach out to all the people that I've been in communication with all this time that I haven't met. Yep. And it's like you already have your friends wherever you go. Yeah. It's really cool. It's amazing how it's there's this, like, community and family that can get built on social if you just choose to build that community and family. And then when you meet them in person, it's like the screen was never there you know yes. like you really know that person you really bad my favorite story is I had just moved to LA and I was sitting outside at on ocean um having lunch at Del Frisco's like sitting right outside Very cool. and I see this cute girl jogging like you know in her sports bra and shorts and she's jogging by and she totally caught my eye and then I see her back up and I see her look at you know, look inside. And I felt like she was maybe looking at me, but I was like, that would be weird because I don't know this person. <laughs> and then I see her come into the restaurant in her sports bra and shorts with her headphones sweating because she was jogging and it was summer. Uh-huh. And she goes, I'm sorry, are you Chelsea Crossed? And I was like, is this really happening right now? Oh, <laughs> like, it's, oh, it's who happening. Who is this person? And she's like, I, I'm Ashley Stahl. We're Twitter friends. And I was like, oh, my God, Ashley Stahl. It is so nice to meet you. But those types of things happen all the time now. Like, Isn't are you cool? at Chelsea Cross? <laughs> so, you know, it's, now it's, it's not are you Chelsea. It's are you at Chelsea Cross? <laughs> um, and I was like, what's your handle? Because that's how the connection gets made. And I swear, every single person I met from social, then, you know, into real life, I now put them in my friend category. Because those are, you know, it's great people. So, yeah, you're you're now, you've evolved from just a Twitter relationship now to friend yep. because I've seen you. That is so I found awesome. you through social media. Oh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Through money tips. And then I was like, Winnie Sun, Winnie Sun. And then I looked uh, at your I profile a- and I emailed our person in, in common. I was like, I need to have Winnie's contact information. Oh, you're so sweet. And, but it was really through social, you know, me going on your LinkedIn, going on your Twitter. And it's just, you know, it's like a public it's like a public kind of resume slash profile, all of these uh, social handles, which is why people should really take it seriously. They should. Like, yeah. I've met some of my best friends from social media. So totally incredible. And you met your business partner. So, mm-hmm. um, and actually, I did make a mistake. See, when I, when I first set up my Twitter account, which wasn't that long ago, because in my industry, you really aren't. They want us to be social, but then we can only be social, but not really social. It's like the weirdest industry. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I actually set it up at Sun Group WP, and I should have at at Winnie Sun, but now somebody else is using it, so um, it's too late. But mm. 
Ah, we can work on that. <laughs> we'll, 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 find we'll, a way. we'll talk offline <laughs> on that. But you know, those of you who are interested, and those of you who are business owners and interested in reaching millennials, but not just millennials, but everybody in general, because even my seventy-year-old parents on social media, you know, you really should consider reaching out to Chelsea via Impulse because I think this is really interesting. As a business owner, I think I owe myself and my own business. Um, to meet with her to talk about their capabilities. And I would encourage you to do so as well. Um, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we kind of wrap? Because I know we didn't get you to LAX. Oh, no. I mean, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I love this studio. Isn't it beautiful? I love this studio. And I always like to connect with everyone at Chelsea Cross is the way to find me. You know, DM me, tweet me. I will answer. She will answer, will and answer. she's the one that answers, and so will I. So I would encourage you to um, reach out to both of us and, you know, and, and definitely let us know how we can improve the show. And I'm sure you're going to want Chelsea back, and I want Chelsea back. So maybe if we get enough love, we can encourage her to come back to yeah. visit us again. And March 31st is the um, big financial Twitter chat. So if you're looking for more information on all things, you know, finances, um, we have like 25 influential experts on this chat. It's yeah. going to be bananas. It's going to be so cool. And I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to participate in that. So I'm really excited about that. And I'll make sure that I'm there early because, you know, you want to make sure you're one of the first to tweet out. But thank you, Chelsea, for hanging out with us so much incredible information but the thing that really stuck with me amongst anything is just how genuine and kind you are you. i mean and not only that is you know uh, being a media guru like she is this is hard work it's not all glamour and makeup and tv and cameras it's it's literally hard work of always being on all the time so that is true you should see my nails right now they I are know. not so pretty <laughs> I know. We need, we need to get you some time. zen time. I know. So so with that, I mean, I am so proud of and so impressed by you. And I hope that um, you are, you've are you been an inspiration to me. And um, you certainly break the stereotypical millennial um, stereotype, which I think is just so inaccurate. But anyhow, but most importantly, it just shows you that you can't listen to negativity. And stereotypes aren't accurate for everybody. And with that, thanks everyone for tuning in. And if you like this interview, please share our channel with your friends and colleagues. Um, and do Chelsea and I a favor and consider sharing and spreading the word. To hear more about our past and future interviews on Renegade Millionaire or articles on Forbes, as well as med media interviews, you can find me at winniesun.com and on LinkedIn and Twitter at... Sun Group WP, but most importantly, Chelsea is at Chelsea Crossed. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks again for tuning in to the Renegade Millionaire Show, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>